0: Your motorsport and motoring radio show now on 88.5 fm the valley comes alive and podcasting across itunes and talkandpower.com.au it's the talk and power podcast episode 139 disregard my error on the notes there i'm with co-host simon gonzo Travellini. how are you simon
1: mate i am awesome because that weekend's racing the grand final the andrew Grand Final featuring top fuel and top door slam and top bike top bike yep. as well as all the other classes all mm. all vying for a gold Christmas tree. Yep. What an absolutely uh, nail biter! Just awesome event. And how good was the coverage?
0: The coverage was awesome. Well done to everyone involved in getting that deal across the line. Uh, seven plus that was telecast across, and uh, you know that made that's basically as close as you're going to get to mainstream media coverage these isn't days. it
1: awesome sorry to cut you off there Nick isn't it awesome that they're prepared to take the gamble on, on I mean because drag racing so unpredictable particularly at this time of the year yeah. And particularly at a high-stakes event like that, now that we've got the racing numbers back, the crowd numbers, how good was the crowd?
0: The crowd. I, I've asked Ray this evening for a figure, but he hasn't got back to me. I, to be fair to him, I haven't probably given him enough notice. But um, I'm
1: pretty sure he's probably still recovering, Nick. He
0: probably is having <laughs> a salt bath.
1: <laughs> let's think about the challenges that that poor guy had. It was a washout Friday night. Yes, yeah. Now, when you get Australia's best top fuel teams, Australia's best top door slammer teams, and Australia, even Kiwis, (laughs) even the NZ's best, come over here. You want to give them a track to race on, don't you? You do.
0: You do. And And I'll
1: tell you what, mate, Ray and the crew at the Motorplex, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah.
0: It was, as I said to him in my message, it was probably one of the best events that I've been to. And it just was the air of euphoria about the whole event. Uh, the fireworks at the... You know, the fireworks was probably... I shouldn't say it, but probably better than some of the, the agricultural shows that we go to. It's a bit harsh. You know, the bit fireworks harsh. were magnificent. they just never-ending. Were went, they
1: better than the Aussie Park show?
0: Because, you know, was, that's
1: the barometer.
0: It was up there. It was up there. I don't know if Kiddily's did it. And hello, cheerio to Rob and the Kiddily team. Uh and and all the Osmond Park Agricultural Show community as well. It was magnificent, and um, it was just a. I don't know. It, it, yeah, you, how did it come across on TV? I must ask. I asked my kids. You know, my wife, my mother-in-law, and kids all stayed up and watched it.
1: I got to tell you that in all the years I've been involved in in drag racing, the crew that these guys have put together Prendergast and uh, 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 Lopez. Yep. Uh, Sorry, just had a bit of a mental blank. Um, And the whole Motorplex crew, the Andrew people, uh, it it just is incredible. The professionalism of Mm. the commentators, uh, their their ability to rouse the crowd, Mm. and the informative nature Mm. of some of the side things. This is exactly what you and I have been saying yeah. that we've needed at the Motorplex for about five years now. Mm, yep. um, and, and I'm just ecstatic. So far, all of these live streams that I've watched, mm. uh, just been incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. And, you know, hats off to those guys are doing an amazing job. And Nick, drag racing is back. Yeah, it is back. R- you, I tell you what, uh, 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 Vesco and all you guys out there, You better hold on to your hats because we're coming for your sponsors, boy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that they are. And, you know, you make a very valid point there. We haven't seen... Not, TCR really hasn't shot... Uh, I know we're big fans of TCR, but compared to what we've seen so far in drag racing, Mate, haven't shot, uh, uh, shot over the bow not yet. Not
1: even on the, in the same... Not, not even the same library. Yeah. Let alone the same book or the same page. They're not even the same
0: library. Nah, nah. So congratulations to everyone. And we've got some... You know we've got some results here i just want to talk you know uh let's go through the champions so we've got some newly crowned champions as you said it was the andrew grand final as well
1: nick uh, sorry to cut you off again i gotta say you know there was a time in drag racing where if you just showed up Mm. you would be going home with a trophy. Not this season, mate. No. Every one of these people has had to work their butt off to, to take home that uh, championship. And, and, mate, some of those... You know, it came down to the
0: wire, literally came down to the wire. Most, all these people have to travel now. You have to travel. If you're not going to travel, you will not be winning a championship. No, no way. And when I say travel, I mean go from one side of the country to the other and also go north. And when I say from not left to right, up and down to Darwin, Alice Springs, Perth, the Eastern Seaboard, yeah. everywhere yep. in between. The great Southern Cross, mate. Yep well you've got to travel the length and breadth of this country so we've got some newly crowned champions let's just rattle off the champions uh, Brody zapier uh, we'll talk about him shortly in junior drags uh, runner-up uh, cooper Plummer as well in the mod bike shane walker runner-up was gary flat super street will so it went from one house one side of the house to the other i guess so poor Paul Garbellini was the reigning champion. He's now runner-up, and he's handed that trophy over to his good wife, Lisa Garbellini.
1: Mate, how, it just shows you the dedication that these two have got. And they love it, Nick. They
0: live oh, for this. We, we have to get Lisa and Paul on. Oh, for I sure. want to have them sitting here and have a chat with them. This is the perfect setting. I oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be actually. <laughs> I'm going to have them here, Lisa and Paul, because I, I'd really love to talk with them. Do you reckon Stewie Bond was saying it might be just easier to pull the door off the VY, off Paul's VY and put it on leases? That way They don't have to change the number <laughs> don't now. Don't have to that. change stickers. Good suggestion, Stewie. Uh, Peter Zorkas, um, Super Sedan, he, he, runner-up Marty Mirko. Shout-out to Marty Mirko yeah, as Ma- well.
1: Marty... This shows you how much drag racing has is, is come to life in the last 12 months. You know how hard Marty works. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyone that is at the racetrack, not just here, anywhere around Australia that there's an Andrew Sportsman event, knows Marty Murko is going to be there and he is gonna try and take that Christmas tree home. Yeah. No ifs, no buts, no prisoners, no no please or thank you. It's coming home. So <laughs> that's, that's exactly for him right. to run her up, man, those guys must have worked their butt off equally as hard to, you know, get go into the last round with the maximum of points yeah. so that they could battle it out.
0: Well we're we'll talking about Peters Orcus in a minute. Um, you
1: know what too Nick, sorry once again I just gotta say this. I was thinking about this earlier you know, Willow Bank was traditionally where the grand final used to be run, mm. right? How awesome is it that we've got it here in Western Australia?
0: That's twice now we've thank got it here. Thank you so
1: much to IHRA. Thank you. <laughs> I, I never thought the day would come that I'd be thanking you guys, but um, it's so good to have that event. It, it, it is definitely an event that pulls in the big crowds, the big racer numbers and the big results and the big dramas along the way mm. I might
0: add yep. Yep. you
1: know like, like I said that the Friday night that track you, you could have rode your boat down at, mm. yep.
0: you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was, was substantial rain on the Friday night and,
1: and for these guys to work through the night and turn around the way they did mm. and for the show to be as good as it was, willow yeah. bank willow bank has been there has been <laughs> your days your days in the light are gone it's purse turn now. they had
0: an event on the same time believe it or not did anyone watch it on live stream with it's, seven it's a it's a playback on Fox Tour that one anyway, is it we will we'll talk about that <laughs> a bit later if you want in modified we uh, crowned craig baker in the modified and in runner-up uh, kenny stewart there tim stewart in super supercharged outlaws and runner-up mark hunt
1: just amazing how many races from all over the country, yeah. different classes. It's it's just such a uh, competitive spread. You know mm. that's that's all you can say that the the days of one state dominating, uh, you know they're coming to the
0: end. No, it's, they're, back they're,
1: to, it's back to the nineteen eighties, man. It is, <laughs> and
0: and this man is testament to the next person, Vlado Turek, in top sportsman. He run it up while well, Albie Bakranich run it up to him. We need to talk about Vlado Turek because not only did he win Top Sportsman, he also took home the John Storm Memorial Trophy as well. Uh, that is given to the highest points winner in Andra of all the of all the classes. So, well done, Vlado Turek. We'll talk about Vlado in the final of Top Sportsman a bit later on. Have I don't you, know have you had
1: a look you. at that car?
0: Yes, it I have. A beautiful it car. is a beautiful car. It is a magnificent yeah. car, and one for like S. If you're into your S. Fifteens and Nissans, it's it is a magical. Oh, yeah, does, not powered by one, but anyway. Um, Phil Patton in comp bike uh, run it up. Uh, sorry, Gordon Crawford was a runner-up there. Good WA boy, Gordon. Both WA boys, and the sorry, winner, yeah, of course, Phil, Phil is as well. Yes, definitely. You know, uh, those
1: patent guys, they've been working at this for a long time. It's great yeah. to see the results pay off for them.
0: Yeah, definitely. Comp Bike was, was pretty pretty stout. Super Steve stu-
1: Norman. <laughs> 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 so Adrian Vella runner-up to Steve Norman. That guy, you know, he's got the best gear and it's just, you know... Didn't all have it
0: go his way? We'll talk about Steve shortly. No, not at
1: this meeting. (laughs) No, the rest of the season did. (laughs) Yes,
0: but not here. And Craig Getty's. What can we say? In comp, man, that car is unbelievably quick.
1: You know, look, Craig's been at this a long time. We raced against him, uh, Portland. Mm. Um, You know, they got the best gear as well. Yeah, beautiful. Beautifully prepared vehicles, big horsepower, big mm. horsepower per
0: cubic inch. Yeah. And, yeah, con- and congratulations to him as well. Super Gas, they didn't come to Western Australia, but Graham Spencer was champion for that and Colin Griffith in, as a runner-up.
1: Yeah, gee, those guys seem to take it out nearly every year. They do. They do. <laughs>
0: They've been going around a long time, those guys. I think WA needs to put together a Super Gas c- contention
1: to take them on, Nick. We should, you know.
0: <laughs> we should. But so We'll
1: stop on the BA. We've done everything else <laughs> with it. Hey? <laughs> so we
0: probably should explain super gas for the uninitiated is a 990 in, so you cannot run under 990 you so what
1: happens there is that the both trees are activated at the same time it is mm. a pro tree on mm. both sides and uh you cannot run as nick pointed out quicker than 990 so what a number of cars this is very very popular in america they use this device called a throttle stop so you'll see the car leave quite hard wheels up out And then it looks like they've turned the engine off. The engine's still running, but it's gone back to idle. And then a certain amount of delay will occur and the engine will go back to wide open. The reason they do that is to run more mile an hour, but keeping within the 990 uh, index. Um, mm. So we've seen cars go 990 at over 200 mile an hour. Yeah. Um, yep. In America, 160, 170 seems to be. Typically, a 990 would be like 140 ish, mm. you
0: know, around there and change. Yep, yep. And uh, we'll talk about on the brakes uh, shortly as well. Now, oh, top- yeah,
1: I, I guess I, I need to explain why that's an advantage. If you've got the higher terminal speed, uh, it's harder for your opponent to judge whether to slow down or stay
0: on it yes yeah and uh, we saw evidence of that even in other in other brackets. Oh, yeah, definitely, super definitely. street was one that comes to mind right now
1: all right now this 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 one here is straight to the top Nick. <laughs> You, you left the, the uh, best till last. Well, you didn't. You put, put Greg Jurak in top fuel bike. Top class, fuel bike,
0: yeah, I know. Daniel Gregorini. He is the Australian newly crowned ADRC champion for top, top door, slam. door slammer. The
1: Bayswater boy. The Bays- me being a Bayswater boy myself.
0: <laughs> uh, he,
1: his form has just been incredible this season. He's had put on a dominating performance, top qualifying mm. You know, to, two events in a row now, he he um, just goes A to B. And I tell you what, that team works super hard. And uh, anyone that thinks, uh, you know, like Peter Capiris, that he's going to come into Top Door slammer next season, and uh, <laughs> you better get ready to uh, be looking at the bump spot. Because <laughs> uh, Daniel's got a two-car team for next season. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're going to... They're gonna treat that set up that crew, that team, with the same precision that they do their own and just chip away, chip away, and you know, it's not about tenths of a second, it's about hundreds and thousands. Yeah. And yeah,
0: it uh, is. and that's what that's what Daniel's done really well over the journey, hasn't he? He hasn't like had he hasn't tried to swing the axe at tenths. He's swung little Tom away.
1: And, and the at, thing is he's got the consistency. Yeah. This is you know uh and, you know, the other thing that everyone has to really think about, he's got the mile-an-hour record. Mm. You don't get the mile-an-hour record unless you're making horsepower. Mm. Yep. Okay, so he's making some suds. Yeah. And, and you know, hats off to him. I, I, um, I congratulated him a while back when, when he won the uh, uh, Westerns, and uh, I congratulate him once again at the, the class
0: uh,
1: show show. One hundred
0: percent. Certainly was. We need to shout out to Steve Alderich as well. I know he's in the hospital at the moment. Uh, he's he's um, pretty nasty accident in the uh, the Barracuda. It was horrific, Nick. Mm, it, yeah. um,
1: you know, I get very excited this time of the season, and uh, to be able to watch such an incredible event live stream, you know, it just makes you want to go back to racing, but then you mm. see uh, something like that's what people got to need. You know, you need to understand this is a dangerous sport. Yeah. And because we're dealing with things that happen in thousands mm. of a second. Yep. It's very, very easy for things to get out of control. And I mean, you know, you, you got to understand by the time you get to 60 foot, which is in under a second, you're already doing over a hundred kilometers mm. an hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, a real tragedy. Uh, One of, if not my favourite car. You know, I love that shape. I love the look of it.
0: Yeah. Um, The ex-Frank Mamone uh, Barracuda, for those that might be listening uh, over east. So, uh, from my understanding, he's still in hospital, but he's on the mend. And uh, shout out to Steve and the the entire Crown Security team there. Uh, We hope to see that car back. I had a pretty bad couple, like three licks of the wall, really, right, left, and then right again. So, I mean, once he had the first lick, he's lost his steering, and then, yeah, he's really a passenger from that point onwards. Um, But anyway, shout out to him. Uh, We need to talk about Stuart Moresby as well, and Mark Chapman too. They made it to the final, those guys. Mate. It was great to see those guys in the final how
1: good was it? How good was it? You know, once again, both hard-working teams. Mm. Very humble people too yep. when, you, when you talk to them. Always up for a chat, mm. no matter how, how hard the pressure is. If you need to get autographs or photos with any of these guys, just go up and ask them because they are super friendly. They're, they're just there to have a good time and and what a good time it is to go to the finals.
0: Yeah, it certainly it certainly was for them. So congratulations to Stuart Moresby. He took the win over Mark Chapman there. I want to talk top fuel bite, Chris Matheson. I'm... Upset at you. You let, you let a lot of people... No, congratulations to him. No, what you know a what? formidable team. What I, a formidable I,
1: bike. I admire those guys for not running a
0: five. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I'm telling you, because I spent most of the evening half-track onwards, as, as I told you. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. down at the yep. start line. I was half-tracking onwards. And I'm telling you, he was off at 1,000 that I, 600 I, definitely just, a thousand I'm
1: just it. saying I've been in his shoes <laughs> not not on a top fuel bike <laughs> but you know you want to run that uh that first 6 or that first uh 5 side by side with you know obviously the other great which would be Jay
0: Upton yeah that's a good point actually that 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 is a good point you you raise a valid that's point that's how dude. I'd like yeah. to see it yeah. I'd
1: like to see both those bikes side by side I, You know, Jay is an incredible person as Mm. well as an incredible engineer Uh, and Clyde. And all all the guys involved, Rory and so on, they've built a machine that is just uh, mind-bending. Chris's is a Spider-Man McBride-style bike. Yep. Worlds apart. Mm. Worlds apart. Um, You know, I'm not sure about Chris's bike, but Spider-Man's own bike uses a, a cast head still not even yep, a billet head. So when you look at that, when Jay finally gets that thing going, uh, you know, it's going to be... Um, and and I guess, uh, you know, we'll look if we can get to see it, you know, live on, on uh, uh, a streaming service or, uh, you know, even better, live on TV, hmm. you know.
0: It, it was interesting because the last pass, he was he wrote it out the back door, but I noticed his launch was very soft, so I reckon they took some power out of it at the start to ride it out the back door, but it still was six o. That one might have been six o nine or something like that. But the o was definitely one hundred percent thousand foot out of it. I was there. Early. I was there. I could see those flames. I can hear the engine, and it was out of it. So congratulations to to Chris as well. Um, didn't take the championship. Went to Greg Jurak. But um, now on that note, mm. how consistent is that turbo bike? Oh, mate, that is unbelievable. That thing,
1: you know. Uh, so the the I mentioned it a couple of episodes yes. ago that the turbo bikes have been formally accepted into turbo methanol burners mm. into the uh, top fuel motorcycle ranks. And look, mark my words, it won't be long before you see those bikes into the deep into the fives. Also, yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, the reality is that you can make. Um, a lot of power with the supercharger and then a hell of a lot of power with Nitro, but no. don't underestimate the turbos.
0: No, definitely, yeah. So congratulations to him. Uh, switching years here, Super Street, the teacher's pet, she was unstoppable, <laughs> taking the win in her VNSS. Congratulations, Stephanie Galotto there.
1: And and isn't it good to see Steph back in form? Yes,
0: yeah, because yeah. she went out first round at the, at the Westerns and went all the way to the final and and had a good win over Jeff Thurley in that. That is a beautiful Valiant. I love that Valiant, Jeff. Your car is a beautiful car. But, um, you know, Stephanie, she was unstoppable. And she's so consistent that I noticed her in particular was able to get on the brakes and still run on her dial-in time after time.
1: I I, I, no comment.
0: Okay. No, you, know, it, you know the
1: great thing about that car, too? It's LS Powered, the mm. uh, Atlas Gray uh, VNSS Commodore.
0: Uh, it's got a carby Yes. Yeah, it has. It has. <laughs> and for those that are listening at home, you, you heard me say teacher's pet. Uh, Stephanie is a teacher, from my understanding. Correct, yes. And yes, that she car is. is her pet. pet hence correct. The, the, the name. The car teaches. is the teacher's pet. Yes. That's right. Hey, Daryl Trejean modified. What How can... If you're in modified just don't worry about it. <laughs> Mate, he maybe take a couple of years off until Daryl finishes schooling
1: everyone on how to get it done. He's a master of the tree. The team, you know, they know what to to dial it in at and the car just goes A to B, A to B. Um, you know, the the reality is that everyone knows if you're in the other lane you got to lean on that delay box, and you got to drive it out the back door because he he is just ruthless in in his ability to pull near perfect lights every time and run that car bang on the dialing, usually to the second decimal.
0: Oh ah, yeah, but it's some sort of renaissance for him, surely. I mean, I'm just I'm amazed by by his form at the moment that he's carrying. So
1: you know, the Treasures that they're a, a very devoted and committed drag racing family. You mm, know, yeah. and um, not not just as races, mm. but you, know, you look at the work that's going on. I mean, well, I'm talking back in the Ravenswood days. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they, they've been at this for a long time. I, I would say the uh, golden anniversary of drag racing is probably just around the corner.
0: Hello to Darrell and Ray. <laughs> now, for those for those that are listening at home, you heard us I referring didn't, didn't to mean Ray. That I, a derogatory I
1: <laughs> Just uh, trying to, you know, like I mean, I, I I've been around it. Uh, for thirty-two odd years, that's right, and they—they they were well and truly there a long time before that. So.
0: Well, I went to the track the first time ever. Thirty. This is my thirtieth year of going to the drags. So, and you're right. You know, and you've been yeah longer than thirty years. So. Yeah, you're right. They're probably yeah, fifty, getting close to fifty years. Those guys. So, yeah, Daryl and Ray are brothers. For those that haven't picked up on that, so Daryl Treasure, Ray Treasure. Yeah, if you treasure. added
1: them all up, they'd be in the centuries. Definitely, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know how they do that? Some shops do that. They We've do. got a thousand years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a thousand guys that have been doing it for a year. <laughs>
0: Peter Appleby in in um, Supercharged Outlaws, wow, he's having some sort of form as well. That Tirana was unstoppable. No one can stop that Tirana, I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean... Um, not even Vince's Tirana.
1: No, no, and you know, once again, right, there, there was a time not that long ago... When you, if you just showed up, outlaws, you got a trophy. Yeah.
0: Not anymore. Nah. Not anymore. This car is unbelievable.
1: Um, when you see, you know, the likes of Vince and Al Mankoff, which have dominated this class, going home early. It just shows you how tough it is now, mm. you know.
0: And John Ferguson as well. We need to shout out to him. That was, you know, get into the final in that magical. I love that car, fifty-five Chev of his. Uh, beautiful car, and and well done team. Absolutely, him as well. and and awesome team once again. Great, great people. Great mm. people.
1: Second generation racer, uh, John. Yep. And yep. Uh, you know, kids, third generation. So. Another drag racing family that's going to be here for the long haul, I'd say. Mm,
0: Definitely, definitely. Hey, I need to ask... On
1: the note of... Just sorry, Nick. Sorry, once again. uh, Modified. Mate, that class, I wouldn't want to be running in it next season. nah. Because... You know, there's some guys and they're finding form. They're finding form, so uh, it's going to be good to watch. Yeah, it's definitely. Gonna be, uh, you know, and and you've got uh, uh, McClure in there as well.
0: Yep, yep. You Pasty.
1: know, she, yeah. She um, she's going to want to bring home the uh, <laughs> the silverware. You know what I mean?
0: That yeah, modified for those that are listening uh, is basically dragsters and 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 altered racing and hot rods as well. Uh, in and a, roadsters? Yeah, roadsters, of yeah. course. Um, in a dial your own handicap situation.
1: Basically, more like open top type vehicles and mm. funny cars and that. You know, like uh, super Sedan, super Street, they're, they're based on, you know, sedans, as the name would suggest. Outlaws is open, run where you're brung, as long as it's got a blower and a belt. Yep. And uh, Modified is uh, also run where you're brung, but it's more the, the, the traditional drag race in the South. Uh, California style, yeah. the dragsters
0: and the altereds, and yeah, yeah. So that's for those that are wondering what modified is. Hey, Jake Chasty, I'd have to check, but I'm pretty sure that was a PB for them. Hey, uh, new national record? I I've got to check, but I'm pretty sure it was. So he smashed that. He went out for it too. He went after it. He didn't. He didn't because he had a solo into the final. And, uh, yeah, he went after it. He didn't run that. He ran that in the final, actually, against uh, Todd Stacey. So can, I think he needed to when you're racing against Todd Stacey.
1: You think Todd's going to give that car back to his dad one day? Never.
0: <laughs> they just changed it to EFI, from what I understand, under Todd's uh, direction. So, yeah, I, I think... So no... <laughs> Uh, Terry, I think you've lost your car.
1: Yeah, I think I heard Terry say that uh, uh, the deal was that he had to buy a laptop.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's all, that's not a bad contribution, is it? I'd go for that.
1: Colin Davies.
0: Now, <laughs> this, you spoke about this three or four weeks ago, and it's this is an example of why you never ever give up in drag racing
1: oh look you know i, I gotta tell you uh, i know these guys really well and uh you know there was a bit of tactical stuff going on there mate don't worry about that right okay <laughs> i won't
0: get too involved in that then but all i can tell you is it was a 0.9 reaction time from colin it was a 0.9 yep. reaction time yep.
1: and what now, happened in the other lane
0: Vlado broke out. (laughs) So did Vlado obviously didn't see him, didn't see him, didn't see him, could hear him, could hear him, could hear him and drove it out the, drove it, you know went under his diamond i, I guess know. so or maybe the air changed i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah anyway amazing and congratulations to colin and look congratulations to vado he took home every other trophy you could possibly think of yeah so. he did he
1: did so he, did. he just didn't uh, get that one that's all he final. didn't get the top qualifying
0: one either no, no, colin didn't.
1: took that one yes. again i believe he's qualified for every single meeting yeah. this season
0: Yeah, so congratulations to Colin and the the entire team. Another
1: uh, gold Christmas tree to add to the collection there for old Colin.
0: I know they get a lot of support from SCM as well. So congratulations to all of those guys. Not bad for uh, what seventy four now. Yeah, he's not. He's not (laughs) young. (laughs) He's not a spring chicken. No, no, he's not young. But well done. His reaction
1: time was probably sharp, rock.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We say that with the deepest respect, Colin. We do. We sincerely do. A hey, mod bike that was pretty tough as well as an 18 bike filled in mod bike, um, and in the end it was Simon Garbutt and he took the win over David Waters. So yeah, congratulations to those guys there. I know a lot of the mod bike guys are looking forward to next season, and, um, and in comp bike as well as Ross Smith over Phil Patton in the final there. So it was great to see that comp. The the final in comp was a bit disappointing. It was a solo. Craig uh, Craig fronted for the for the final. Uh not, the semi final was all, was awesome, but he came he had to come up, he had to get there the hard way. He was racing against Nigel Johnson and that was no that was a killer race. Yeah, that was a killer, killer race. race. Awesome
1: race. Awesome race. Uh, the Mankoff and uh, um, Mark Rothwell race yep. in Supercharge Outlaws was another just uh, yep. huge, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the the Colin Davies race um, in first round I I kid you, I saw Cole's reaction time, like, you know, because I saw the green come on and the car hadn't moved, and I literally got up and went, oh, well, that's the end of that, and then I thought, no, and I walked back and watched the breakout, and I thought, oh, man.
0: So would well Colin. if that works for you, but so be it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not the traditional way of winning, but you know, if they wins, winning it is, it is. It is. I'd rather
1: be lucky than good.
0: That's right. <laughs> Brody Zapier took the win against Talia Martin in the final. of Junior Dragster. You know, Nick, we never mention how much Brody wins,
1: not just here but around Australia. Yeah, yeah, he uh, travelled
0: a fair bit this year as well, Brody. So
1: uh, the the big question is, John, when are you giving the keys to Brody? Well, I
0: have to give him something now. I don't think he's. I don't think he's eligible for Junior Straight Dragster Straight into anymore. the
1: slammer. I Straight in. I don't
0: know something, but he's not <laughs> eligible anymore. He's not a. He's not a kid anymore. It's like I saw him. He got out of the he's car. I did right to talk us. like
1: this. Is and. Uh, but
0: he's not he's not a kid anymore. He's like yeah, young man as I said. So yeah, well, that his days in Junior Dragster are over. I'm just saying that he's he's not a little kid. Uh that's what we you know that's I is it
1: time? Is it time for Zap to to just concentrate on tuning and marketing? Oh no,
0: I'm not saying that at all. Not, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that about John. At the end of the day, I'm sure he will pick the right time to pull up the to hand over the keys. To the brody. Over, yeah, the Brody. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I was watching Junior Drag Star was I was right on the finish line for Junior Dragstar. You do you know I you have no idea how close that race was. That was Mate,
1: like. the you know, look, from when I raced, you know, like every week, every Wednesday to now, the reaction times have come the, mm. Down so far, and the dial-ins have gotten so close because you've got to understand. If you go back into the days like when Shane Wind was dominating super sedan, not many people had a weatherman. You know. Not many people understood the science. You know, it just it, it, It's taken the last thirty years for, and and now people entering. Um, it's a lot easier to access that stuff with the, you know the internet and so on. Before you'd have to read it in a magazine or another racer would tell you, you know. Yeah. So it's it's gotten a lot tougher, and um, you know, uh, I I think it's great. I think it's great for the sport, and you know, you know how I feel about eliminations. Eliminations the cream always rises to the top. It's as simple as that. Because if you want to be racing in front of the crowd, you've got to win. Yeah, that's right. You've got to win. That's the incentive. The incentive, I am going to, the people that I've invited down to watch me race are going to get to see me race. The three-round format doesn't do that. Mm. So what's the point of trying? Mm. You know? And and it's it's just a personal... I know some racers are for it. Some racers are against it. Uh, It's just a personal thing. And you can... Talk about the story as a night Definitely. unfolds. Yep. Yep. You know, Rodney Zudemar's comeback was one of those classic tales. Mm. You know? yep. The Colin Davies story. Yeah, I mean, as each round went by, the commentators were giggling mm. because it was just falling into his lap. It was yeah. like he was some sort of gold christmas tree magnet
0: (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. it does it creates a dialogue and a story and a a theme for people to follow as well um even even in super sedan we're just going to get to that now peter sorkis over steve hunt in the in the final there but you know we're talking about peter the entire night he really need to get into deep into the into the evening to win the championship. Yeah, that's right. And uh and he did that. And he did it in
1: And and the thing is with the three round format, let's say we were running a three round format, right? You wouldn't know uh, really, you know, assuming that uh the the people contesting it all won their two rounds, you wouldn't know until the end of the second round which cars got picked for the final.
0: Mm, yeah, you, would, right. you would
1: absolutely not know until they rolled out or they lined up and you went, oh yeah, look, those two cars are there. You know, yep. so, uh, and then trying to explain to the crowd, well, this guy had the better package, you know, and then and taking all the other side rules into account, like the red light rule, the breakout rule, all this stuff that, you know, doesn't make any sense because, in eliminations, you red light, you're going home, brother. Mm. <laughs> if yeah. you were the first one to go red, unless the other guy crosses the center line, mm. y- you know, he's already won. Yeah. Whereas yep. it's different. The rules are different in the three-round format. Mm. You know, that's just my personal opinion. I'm not I'm not trying to... Uh...
0: No, I understand what you're saying. Um, and look, Comp Bike was running a three-round format. So was Top Fuel as well. Uh, we're going to get to Top Fuel. Different with Top Fuel, Nick.
1: Yes. Different. But
0: I'll, I'll explain... The commentators did a magnificent job of telling that story in Top Fuel, and I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, just need to sp- shout out for Outlaw Radio as well. Um, Kevin Bolton won a championship there. But a shout out to Eddie to Sony and to Lorenzo Gallardo. Man, those guys were moving.
1: Yeah, they Eddie, were not Eddie, around. Eddie uh, has officially run quicker than us. Only took three years and a few months, but, but anyway. <laughs> At a National Open uh, track with everyone else running, he reeled off a 7.05. I think it was uh, earlier in the day. Yeah, it was,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, big shout-out to Lorenzo. Ran a 7.06 in the final to take the win.
0: Anyway, shout-out to those guys. Outlaw Radio was magnificent as well.
1: I I think uh, on the Outlaw Radio, um, what I saw at this event... I think that if Ray decides that he's going to keep the class for next season, there's a really, really, really good um, snapshot of a a potential to make this more competitive. So I was brainstorming this today. Now, you saw a a bunch of NA cars that were all, you know, tightly bunched together, Mm, right? Yes. Um, NA and nitrous, small block type cars and then the bigger cars bunch together. Um, it is difficult to say, well, you know, we're going to have an index, because, you know, in Outlaws, they have pro tree on both sides, mm. right? But they're staggered, yep. okay? Yep. So the tree can do that, okay? So it is difficult to say, well, you know, what are we going to do, you know, handicap, how are we going to work it out? So I came up with an idea. What about for next season for Outlaw Radio? To make it fair for everyone there, right, if your index is your PB. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? So whatever your PB's been in the past, and if you're a new racer, they use your qualifying passes. Your PB is a qualifying pass the index. Now, you could sandbag. People argue, hang on, what what happens if a guy shows up with a seven-second car and he sandbags it to a 10 in um, qualifying and then, you know, backdoors it? Well, you could do that, but you're only going to do that for one meeting. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because... Once you go out there and put a number, that becomes your PB. So if any of the Outlaw guys uh, are listening, I think it would be awesome to watch. Still going to be a pro tree, mm. right? Um, the cars won't leave at the same time, but that's not a bad thing because it's fairer to the slower cars.
0: The crowd understands that now. We've got to stop thinking that. The crowd will understand that anyway. If the cars aren't leaving at the same time... The commentary team have done a magnificent job over the years to know that those cars, even though they're not leaving at the same time, the idea is they're crossing the line at the same, same time. Same time, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The so, crowd just will just the that. thought
1: that I had when when uh, I, I went over the result, more the results than mm. the actual uh, racing itself. But yeah. um, I, I think that that would then allow those guys that have left the class because they go, well, how am I going to compete against a six-second car mm. with a, a nine-second car? Yeah. Well, now you're going to be competitive again, mm, you yeah. know. And if you pick up a tenth, if you figure out how to make your car go be faster, you set a new PV. Well, for that meeting, you're do- you know, you're going to dominate. But mm. as you set it, that becomes your new index yeah. immediate, yep. not mm. not like you, you know, like they do in superstock or comp, where that's your index till you do, you know. Yeah. You know. Yep. What I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. No, very interesting. Hey, we're going to talk top fuel now, but I've got to queue up a video. So you keep chatting about top fuel while I... You know, amongst this, you haven't had a break. (laughs) I'll add them in
1: afterwards.
0: (laughs) So before we get stuck into top fuel... Um one of the things that I spoke about on the Facebook page here, I've put a video up. I said in the world of top fuel there's no other sensation than being meters away from a nitro hemi. So I'm just gonna play this video here.
1: And the yellow haze begins. <laughs> now if you got COVID,
0: you'll get cured by standing about there somewhere. <laughs> or you'll die one of the (laughs) other so this is a nitro this is a top fueler Phil Lamatina's car so
1: the difference between top fuel and look at all the people look at all the people and other machines when we talk about alcohol cars like top door slammers or top alcohol cars they run on uh, alcohol, methanol mm. uh, we talk about uh, you know, super stock competition eliminator, those types of naturally aspirated high power, pro stock, etc. etc. Uh, You know, they generally run on some form of racing gasoline. Uh, The difference with Top Fuelers and Nitro Funny Cars is they run on an explosive. It is not a, a, a petrol of any, you know, or an alcohol of any sort of kind of description. The alcohol is actually there to help the initial combustion and tame the fuel down a little bit. So the more alcohol you put in there, the less horsepower the engine makes. These guys generally are running 90% nitro, and yeah. it, is, it is from the same family as nitroglycerine. Yes. That's yeah. the, the only way to uh, describe the stuff. It burns yellow, leaves a yellow haze. Yeah. Um, it burns your eyes, your ears, uh, your nose... <laughs> I tell you,
0: I got <laughs> Your skin. Not, not so much from that start believe it or not. Um, whose car was it? It must have been Shane Olive's car. Yeah, because I was standing here, Shane Oliver's car is probably down here somewhere. When Shane Oliver's car started up, the fumes just wafted over to where we were standing there, and seriously, we had to evacuate. It was just... It killed every sort of bad germ i had up my nasal passage (laughs) so yeah it's incredible but that's one of the beauties i love about top fuel is that you can get up close and personal and have your senses practically assaulted by just by that by that i love that and i thought they did that all night the thing with top
1: fuel is if you shut your eyes and blocked your ears and you had the best earmuffs the best earplugs uh, the best blindfold. You'd still know all about it. Yeah, I mean, no, no, exactly. No, no way.
0: Exactly. It was, it was incredible. And I mean, I saw all the, all the racing for the evening. Damien Harris yeah, took know, home the you event. Know, this, I don't know if this is the right way to say it,
1: but I kind of feel as though it describes it. It's sensory rape.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. It's like you're slapped in the face, chest, and abdomen, and, and your well, legs no, by this.
1: sensory assault It's
0: yeah, yeah. probably more appropriate. Yeah, it is a visceral feeling that, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, we can talk Formula E till the cows come home, <laughs> but there's nothing that's going to compare to that. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing. Uh, Look, but it's not very woke. No, it's not. Not woke at all. But you know what? There was. I reckon. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest that it was close to ten thousand. I I would easily say over seven. Anyway, uh, yeah.
1: Look, it's back. It's back. Anyone that doesn't think it's it's back, it's back.
0: (laughs) And Damien Harris took home the event. Uh, Local boy, Damien Harris, he doesn't... I don't think he lives here anymore, does he? Or does he? No, he might do. He wasn't able to travel because he was stuck here. So he might still live here. He took home, and and this is why, you know, we talked about the three-round format. In round one, he ran a three... Uh, 3.864. Then he broke the track record at 3.800, and then in the final he went 3.803. Now that's to a thousand foot, by the way. That's not quarter mile. Um, that's you know. But the the commentators did a magnificent job of explaining that that his you know he's not only did he win each round, um, he also ran the quicker ET, so he was into the A final. So why
1: does Top Fuel work better I, I with think the three round format?
0: Because there's an expl- there's a, there's an ongoing dialogue with the crowd as to who's likely to be into the next who's who's gonna make the A final. They're having that dialogue the whole they're having that dialogue from the first round. So they're talking about the third round yeah, in, the, in the first round. But it might
1: be because there's only six cars.
0: And there's a six <laughs> cars as well. Yes, of course. So when of there's course. eight,
1: 10, 16 cars moving forward in the future, it, you know, as, as drag racing takes all the V8 supercar money. sponsors, yep, 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 and the state funding, because it is way more exciting to watch than uh, whatever that are. What, what are they now? Are they NASCARs now? They two I'm NAS trying cars. to get the media
0: pass in for a couple of weeks'
1: time. <laughs> you're not helping my cause. It's all right. You can be on that side of the fence. I don't mind. I'll be where the action is. What do we say? 22,000 horsepower versus, what, 12? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's right. But no, I I, I hear what you're saying. It's just, it works for a six-car field. Uh, I'm, I'm sure if we move to an eight-car field, bang, they go back to eliminations. 100%. I don't think – I don't think. But these guys Look, do a the, magnificent – The good thing
1: about this too, and, you know, like I, I agree with it in this class, as I did and uh, uh, still do to a certain extent agree to it in uh, top comp under the original Gary uh, Mjosevic, um, yep. set of guidelines, set of rules – uh, it also allows them to get out there and do laps and get data mm. uh, not that i think these i think all these guys are, are on top uh of their game and they are mm. bringing their a game to every lap not mm. every round of racing not every race every lap uh so you know and you can see that in the performances uh oh. strings of 380s you know what i mean like
0: that that, that fire up there, um, Phil Lamartina actually did an engine change for the final and he wasn't even in the A final, I think he was in the C final. Yeah. But that's how important still getting down yeah, the track yeah, and yeah, winning 100%. is that they did an engine change in that car. And I'm not talking I'm not talking a service. No. I saw them pull that, that engine out and another one in. Yep. So that's how important that this this competition is to these and guys.
1: Bear in mind these things, you know, they, they said uh ten thousand dollars per lap but i can tell you right now that you are not getting any change out of twenty thousand dollars per lap in one of these things mm, yep no way in the world and that's if it doesn't blow up if mm. it blows up you know it, it goes up uh but that's what it costs that's just a, the i mean you're making eleven thousand horsepower from an
0: 8-litre engine. Mm, that's It's yeah.
1: ridiculous.
0: It is. It's it's phenomenal. But, um, you know, p- changing that motor may have paid d- dividends for Phil because he's still leading the championship. It's only by f- 15 points now. But I must shout out to Peter uh, Zibris as well. What a magnificent effort. Uh, he was pretty consistent over the weekend as well. And, um,
1: you know, this guy is my hero, Nick. Mm. He has just grabbed motorsport and shaken it
0: mm, yep.
1: <laughs> from the foundations.
0: He has, he has. Uh,
1: he came into top fuel and just dominated. Yeah. Uh, he's in the V8 supercars now.
0: Watch out for Peter in supercars. Watch out. I mean, you know, his drivers at the moment, um, you know, Chris Pitha, um, you know, they're, they're probably, and uh, Gary Jacobson, of course, probably not super competitive at the moment but they are two triple eight cars those cars he hasn't bought like you know some cars down the road No, he
1: does not muck around mate they are triple eight cars
0: and once once he finds his feet and the team start because even though he bought a team he didn't buy a lot of their infrastructure and those cars didn't come with the team he bought two triple eight cars so he's piecing it all together but once they get working together um, and Gary Jacobson is is a pretty good driver. Chris has been around a long time, but yet you know, I think they're going to find their groove as well. And as I said, I don't know of anyone that's that's dominating supercars and drag racing together and at the same time. Oh, it's
1: incredible, absolutely incredible, and very much reminds me of Kenny Bernstein back in the day with the NASCAR team mm. and and the uh, Top Fuel. That's team. right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep, so congratulations to Peter as well. And looking forward, so the standing at the moment is uh, seven two 270 points for Phil Lamatina, Peter Zibaris at 255 points. Phil Reid on 230. Damian Harris, 210. Wayne Newby, 185. Shane Oliver, 120. And Larry Dixon on 50. Isn't it cool that
1: we've had two... Home track winners yes. in the last two rounds. That's correct. Phil yep. Lamantina and Mildura yeah. and Damien Harris here at the Quinana Motor
0: Place. Definitely, yeah. Hey, we might take a short break here. Uh, that brings our drag racing coverage to an end. We're going to talk Formula One uh, from Melbourne GP right after the break. All right, welcome back to the Talk of Power podcast, episode 139. Formula One from Melbourne, I don't know, did you catch much of the race? No. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be tough. <laughs> Sebastian Vettel, I don't know if you've seen the news there. So his car on the Saturday caught on fire on the Friday, I can't remember now, caught on fire. He actually had to put out his own fire, grab the fire extinguisher off the fire, and put out his own fire. Then it's it's because all all the guys that would normally
1: be doing that were out street racing, from what (laughs) I've heard. It's (laughs) just a rumour. just a a rumour. Good point. Shout out to all the cash days, boys.
0: (laughs) He then, a scooter becomes available to him, and he rides that scooter back to the pits. Now, you know when I saw this on live TV, I thought, Oh, When you say a scooter becomes available to him, one of, scoot- One of the guys of the fire is rocked up in a scooter, or the and track he just mate. took it. He took it and rode it back to the <laughs> pitch. Took- Does and he I- have a scooter
1: license? <laughs> Can he ride a scooter? <laughs> he rode it. How have, you see- how have
0: you seen all the memes? All the memes now it's like uh, Moto GP, and they're making they're taking the piss. Basically, he's like leading the pack in Formula One cars on his scooter. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw it in real life, I thought, "Oh, Sebastian! I don't know. That's not going to augur well with the establishment." What sure was he enough, meant to do? He was supposed to wait for someone to ride him back, not ride himself back. Oh! And normally they okay. take. So let me this, get this
1: right: they trust him with a five million dollar Formula One car, and where you know he's risking his life every time he gets into it, but they're concerned about him riding a step through. <laughs> Am I missing something here, and but here? he
0: should have gone back the back road, the escape road or the, the, the service roads, not on the track. He rode on the track back. When I saw Did he it, wheelie? No, okay. but when I saw it I felt uncomfortable. he would have wheelied. He would have. <laughs> but I knew straight away I said, You can't do that. You can't do that, Sebastian. You know, Was you there got- anyone
1: else on the track?
0: No, 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 no. It's his, he might he might gain an advantage from what he learns on the track. Oh, yeah. That's well a- you know
1: what? Hey, as stupid as it sounds, I was thinking Wow, I could have done a Rico mission. <laughs> Could've done the stallone and put down the dimes and the pennies. But,
0: <laughs> but he was on the track anyway in his car. That's the bit that I don't get. That's the bit that I don't understand. He was on the track But he wasn't in going his car. that slow. <laughs>
1: Was he? Yeah, that's
0: right. But when I saw it, How I said... How could he put the pennies down if you, <laughs> What were they? Were they nickels? They were nickels, weren't they? Yes. But when I saw it, I felt uncomfortable and I thought, oh, that's going to not end well.
1: On that note, Nick, uh, was there any manhole covers that you saw fly nah, up? No, <laughs> not this that year. Not this year. That was all
0: sorted out. That was all the sorted The ground out. effects
1: wasn't going... Yes, <laughs> I <laughs> Bang! <laughs> As they, were, as they were doing the, the tarantella going down the track.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know if you caught Q qualifying the first session of qualifying. Again, we had to put up with Dumb and Dumber again. Now, I'm not, I didn't dig up what I recorded last. I read last
1: that in the notes and went, oh, no. They are Dumb and Dumber, those that. two. They no. are
0: seriously Dumb and Dumber. You can't had, say that about Formula did.
1: One drivers.
0: They are. These two are Dumb and Dumber. Latifi and Lance Stroll. I've got to
1: ask, is I think I said this last.
0: Yeah, Queen Latifi <laughs> Is yes. they related? No, no. Did
1: anyone find out?
0: But I've had this guy is seriously that is the the dumbest thing I have seen in Formula One for a long time, a long long time. And as I said, I haven't dug up my commentary from the previous episode. But this guy, seriously, both of them, <laughs> this really, guy, <laughs> really need to have a long These hard look guys. at themselves. Both of them. <laughs> Anyway, that caused a red flag in the end of Q1. So the end of Q1 was a two-minute sprint. Um, the sun setting on the on the on the track in late in qualifying because qualifying was an hour. I don't know why it was at five o'clock. See, uh, sorry, four o'clock. This is why drag racing is so much better
1: than Formula One because <laughs> we used to have a break at Adelaide. For, you the know, for this reason, for the yes. sun, yeah, because yeah. what do you, you know? Especially one of those things. It's not like you go of the steering wheel, uh, do the <laughs> re vettin and the <laughs> re vettin and wave going yes. up Pike's Peak. <laughs> That'd be good to see my vettel guy.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Charles Leclerc was complaining quite quite badly about it. So, again, this is the problem of you know that time frame in Australia. You know, it's it's played out for the European audience to be... It was still early in the morning for Europe, but it's just not... I think Melbourne's got to move to later in the evening, unfortunately, just so it can auger in well with the rest of the Europe. Anyway, that's just my view. Um, and Charles Leclerc couldn't be stopped. Three-tenths under everyone else in qualifying. That form would go on in the end. I mean... Um, Carlos Sainz got stooged in qualifying, unfortunately. He was buried in the pack, so he just went backwards as well. They gave him a hard time, not quite sure. I think it was a bit of a change in the strategy. Um, And I'm sure that assisted in his crash as well, so he was out very early. Max Verstappen pitted on lap 19. Um, His tyres were going off. Uh, Charles Leclerc, pitted on lap 23, seemed to be in control all the time. Never, never looked headed at, at all, uh, Charles Leclerc, in the Ferrari. Ferrari. In the Ferrari. <laughs> and Sebastian Vettel's just weekend just got worse. It was a really uncharacteristic crash from him. Just overcooked it and uh, hit the wall, so... He's got to go. No, no, no. He's <laughs> done enough in the sport to, to stay around. Um... No, I don't mean he's got to go from the sport, but he just needs to go from that team. Yeah. Oh, look, he's only just sort of. It's his second year there, so it'd be interesting. The Aston Martin team—they're not having the best of best of Mate, years. Mate, we to be batted honest. for him when he was just Ferrari for so I many know,
1: years, yeah. and we didn't get a cent back. <laughs> no, we didn't, <laughs> we get didn't get nothing. Zero.
0: Started. I and uh, Alonso. Was looking pretty strong there, uh, changed tyres, grained up really quickly, and that was the end of his race as well. I was curious to know what you thought. Lewis Hamilton, during the race, said. Um, Who? Lewis Hamilton, running in fourth behind his teammate George Russell in third. Lewis said, Hamilton? Yeah, that guy. Oh, that's Never, that's heard, of bell, you. Never no. heard of him. <laughs> he, does, he, he does he race? He, he does. He does, <laughs> what believe class? it or not. Um, Formula Ford. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, interesting commentary. Said you guys put me in a real difficult position. At that time, I was running fourth. What was he talking I'm about? I'm not sure what they're supposed to do. I mean,
1: was was he talking was no, about in the hotel room earlier? May, maybe, later.
0: but but it, it wasn't. It wasn't by virtue of the team. I mean, if you're you didn't qualify as good as George, and you don't have the race pace, uh, I'm not sure they're, they're what anyone can do. Withholding technology. I, I they, they could be. It wouldn't be strange. for Maybe they're waiting to get back to Europe before they release the technology. Yeah. Because you think about it, they went from... <coughs>
1: Listen, uh, it doesn't matter because
0: Ferrari is winning. They are way out in front. And I was amazed at <laughs> Elbon... Um, 57... Alex Albon, that is. 57 laps on his hard tyres. The race was only 58 laps long. And he was running in wow. seven at So he did the whole race on one, one set, set of tyres. He had to change tyres because that's a regulation. The, the you got to change rules, two, yeah. two, two, two different compounds you know, of tyres. This is what
1: I don't... I do not like dumb rules like that. I reckon... If you... Exactly.
0: I'm the same. If you can get home on one set of tyres...
1: That's just stupid. Like, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that. It's like we're winning so much we have to find a way of slowing him down he's just no, you know (laughs)
0: but But you took away the fuel stops so we're not we're not fueling up why wouldn't you let why can't we change the rules I've never I haven't seen that i actually don't recall that ever happening a guy was able to get home on one set of tyres, and he was maybe, running in seven maybe he did
1: it so that we would talk about it and then formula one would change the rules yeah possibly possibly you know can you imagine like Tyrrell releasing that car now i oh, you're not racing that <laughs> get, get, put the cover back get it back in the truck <laughs> it's got too many wheels
0: can you imagine all that sort of carry? like that the that, fan that, car just be like <laughs> what can you imagine that now? It'd be like Can you imagine if
1: they made the the uh, the head of the Mercedes team race director,
0: Toto Wolf? Oh, Toto Wolf. <laughs> that would be an interesting conundrum, wouldn't it?
1: It would be hilarious. But
0: I, I just, I was no, amazed. No, it needs to be black with silver. <laughs> no,
1: I'm sorry. All the cars must be black with silver.
0: He had a very quiet weekend. Not much commentary from Toto Wolff, actually. Yeah, he wasn't having the best of weekends. <laughs> he was still getting over whatever they did to Hamilton. That's right. <laughs> and uh, look, yeah, I and, uh, you know, Ferrari, they were... Br- Could you tell, like, at the end of the race, seriously, Charles Leclerc was like... He was on the radio. Do I go for the fastest lap this lap or the next one or the last one? When when should we go for the fastest lap? When should I do it? Ah, oh, Charles, i yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, okay, whenever. Just whenever you feel like doing the fastest lap of the race. And then, rolled last, did a Peter Brock, did the final lap, fastest lap. Got an extra point. Because at the time, Fernando Alonso had the fastest lap. So. Yeah, it's
1: not a Peter Brock. If it was a Peter Brock, it would have been... Uh, uh, Hamilton in the commentary box after his car just broke, <laughs> talking about how he's going to nurse the car home now because you know he's already set the fastest lap and uh, has no real need to push it. He's won the race. I'm uh, I'm sitting
0: here doing the commentary. <laughs> Anyway, uh, congratulations to Charles Leclerc. Ferrari uh, certainly booming with confidence, and it's great to see. Um, so it was first home was Charles Leclerc. Sergio Perez magnificent race for Sergio. I think he did really well in the uh, Red Bull. Uh, George Russell was, uh, home third. Thank you, George, because he's in my fantasy league. Finally getting me some points. Lewis Hamilton home in fourth. Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. Fifth and sixth. Congratulations to them. Esteban Ocon going really well in seventh. Valtteri Bottas. I've got to say I'm wrong with Valtteri. I think he's done, he's had a bit of a form revival and uh, did really well in eighth. Pierre Gasly in ninth. And Alex Albon ended up coming home, even though he pitted on the last lap, still came home in tenth. Got Williams that one. Point. One that, point. So congratulations to Alex Elbon. He's got a lot to prove, Alex Elbon. He's Did got you, a lot to
1: prove. You know the backstory about Brocky when mm. he said that, that apparently someone held up a sign saying Moffat's in the commentary box.
0: It wouldn't surprise me, <laughs> eh? That's, <laughs> That's the sort the of rumor. fellow that Peter Peter Brock was. <laughs> Uh, Standards after three races, Charles Leclerc on 71 points. He's got a formidable lead already. Uh, George Russell in second, 37 points. can he do
1: it, Nick? Can he bring it home for Ferrari? It's a a long
0: season. There's still 19 more races to go. Carlos Sainz in 33. uh, Sergio Perez in 30. And Lewis Hamilton in fifth spot and 28 points. V8 supercars. I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch any of the racing of the V8s. it, I saw a bit of the practice. Um, Chaz Mostert and Shane Van Gisberg. You were mainly
1: you? just noting who the sponsors were so you could pass it on to Andy Lopez, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, pretty
0: much. Hi, <laughs> hey Andy. And everyone, just these guys. you got to go catch, catch <laughs> up with
1: these guys. The so, super cheap mob. They look like a good one. Oh, <laughs> you know, I know you got Bursons, but...
0: Super Chiefs might be a bit raw as well with their experience with, with supercars. <laughs> no, so, supercars. Might be a good, good one to go after. But,
1: you know, we've got really good sponsors now. We've got Bursons. Bursons are awesome. Right. We've got uh, Great Western Oil.
0: Mm.
1: Yep. Uh, we've got Lamantina, obviously. mm
0: mm-hmm. obviously. Carrot Kings. Yep. They are. Yep. So the standards for the V8s after the nine races, Shane Van Gisperken, and... Um, 691 Anton de Pasquale 573 Chaz Moston, 547 as I said I didn't catch much of the racing I didn't catch any of the V8s um, for just it was too much on this weekend I could only watch so much racing I tell you
1: what, you know Brody he's doing really well oh
0: he's doing magnificently
1: well it's it's awesome to see another WA
0: prodigy and maybe Barry Ryan may his commentary about Will Davis and not keeping his drive at at at, uh, at at DJR that might come to backfire on you Barry because I wouldn't be surprised if someone bigger and better might come looking for for uh, Brody at some stage and uh, not necessarily 888, not necessarily DJR, but um, there are some pretty formidable teams. Hey,
1: he's a good driver. He's, he's a very good
0: driver. And I know Nick Percat is only new to um, WAU this year. But um, you should be careful what you wish for because at the end of the day, there are other teams circling and Brody is a gun. <laughs> we're going to take a short break here and we're going to just briefly touch on indie cars from Long Beach, Moto GP from Qatar, <laughs> <laughs> Circuit the Americas, and what's coming up soon. So we'll be back right after this. Talking about podcast episode one hundred and thirty nine. Indy cars from Long Beach. Look at Long
1: uh, Beach, California. This
0: is I've actually been to this track. I haven't been for the, when there's a race on, but I've been down to this part of Long Beach. I love it down here. The spruce goose was down here and the Queen Mary as well. So if you're a tourist, head down there. It is an awesome part of California. <laughs> Joseph Newgarden took the win there. Romain Grosjean in second. Great to see Romain Grosjean going well in IndyCar. And Alex Paliou in third place. Aussie Will Power in fourth, and Pat, Pat Ward in fifth. Scotty McLaughlin, really unusual mistake. He'll be kicking himself because he was on... He, I reckon he was on for fifth or sixth at this race. He just came in too close, cut the corner, clipped the back wheel, and uh, that was his race over. I mean, he, he was lucky to finish the race, to be honest, but in 14th. But
1: Will Power's becoming a bit of a veteran. He is, yeah. yeah he's, he's got been. a lot of experience. So to still be placing, you know, up there in the top five, mm. that's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, most certainly. So that was um, Scotty McLaughlin's. Great to see him going well there at Willpower. And it's another win. So that Joseph Newgarden car, that is another Penske car. Penske are three for three at the moment. So there is no stopping Penske. Just a professional team. Uh, Yep, yep, definitely. Every
1: type of motor racing that he's had a crack at, he has become the champion of. He has.
0: And I've had the pleasure of meeting the man, actually. Very humble gentleman. I must say. Yeah. MotoGP from Circuit of the Americas in uh, Texas, um, Austin in Texas. I have to be honest, I've only seen highlights of this race. It was on at 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the highlights, but Mark Marquez yes, had an absolute shocker off the line. But you know his ride back to sixth place was probably the highlight of, of this race. Oh, he did incredibly well to go from last to sixth watching him race. And he had a a yeah,
1: but
0: Bastianini won. Yeah, Bastianini in A. (laughs) Hey, look at look at the standings in In MotoGP. Now let's let's have a look at that. Leading the standings, right? Yeah, is not a factory Ducati. That is not a factory Ducati. It's a Grassini Ducati. Right? Yeah,
1: but we we've seen this before with Ducati.
0: Yeah. But now look at the, look at the makeup of the top five in the standings in the overall standings. And, as we And stand. we've
1: seen this before as well. It's a GP twenty one, not a twenty
0: two. Yeah, that's correct. That's a twenty one bike. Yeah, yeah. But Ennio Bastianini is leading in a in a satellite Ducati by f- uh, five points over Alex Rins in a factory Suzuki. And look at that, Alex Aspargo in an Aprilia in third place, and he's only eleven points behind. And then we have got another Suzuki, and then the factory Yamaha of uh, Fabio Quartararo. What an amazing! It's just amazing to see that the mix so early in in MotoGP,
1: mate. That class it will never ever uh, be boring to watch. It will never ever be yeah, but a I think it's, race. It's it's
0: it's even more exciting. Now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. it's added another but even, dimension. Even when Marquez was dominating. You Know there were still battles going on further back. Well, and, I just, and, you know, look, the reality is that I, as much as I do believe he is one of the greats, um, I think that there was technology suppression going on with the ride height, um, you know, the ride height adjustable shocky. And once everyone else got it, you know, where's the Marquez advantage? Yeah, there are certain tracks that he. You know, he's probably going to win. Mm, mm. TAB is probably, get, you know, going to give you even odds. Yeah. Uh, because he's just won it so many times and he must know every apex, how to deal with it, every, you know, where to be fast on the track to overtake, etc. Yeah. Uh, but overall, we haven't seen that dominance in the no. last two seasons. No,
0: no, we haven't. But I'm excited. I'll be honest with you, I'm more excited about MotoGP now than I've ever been because we're seeing a mix of... Of, of manufacturers here as well that and even the, the I mean the, the KTR didn't have a uh, KTM sorry didn't have a great race here in America but they have been going really well as well the KTM so we throw a KTM in there and I think we're in for some exciting times I with think MotoGP. The, the
1: the system that they use when you're falling behind yes to, you know to help you bring forward your development on the bike I think that that is really the, the success of this sport and a lot of the other um, a lot of the other um, genres you know like Formula One uh, you know possibly even the V8 supercars etc uh, should really take a feather out of this cap because mm. uh, you know it's worked it's, it's given us great racing
0: um, you can go too far as well and I think TCR went too far so they've got BOP or balance of power uh, that that's too aggressive so whenever you win a race, you know what you carry... bop Used to mean no. <clears throat> Buick, Olds, Pontiac, and makes a lot of sense <laughs> if you think about it that way. Anyway, <laughs> so the, the, the TCR running a bop, and I think they're too aggressive. So we have a race winner. Then the following weekend or the following event, that guy that that car is nowhere to be seen. So I think they've gone too far. But I do think there's a spot for it. But not, I think it's a it's a, a literally. Yeah, balance are, of are you power. talking
1: about? A particular team, a particular engine combination, or a particular driver. See, this is all about the motorcycle, yeah. Not the driver. If the driver's crap, he loses. No, and, it, on, on these things, if the if the rider's crap, probably not going to be around for the
0: next race. TCR follows, so it follows whoever's won that race. That the following event, they are handicapped to a certain extent. Yeah, well,
1: that's silly. Yeah, that's silly. and it's
0: it's too aggressive.
1: I, I don't think it's – I think it's just silly. I'll explain to you why I think it's – you know, my hatred of the three-round format is based on rewarding mediocrity. Mm. Well, what are you doing there? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're giving the the, the mediocre guys a crack. No, get good. Get good or go home. Mm. And and if you are like, Oh, I want to play in this game. Well, then don't.
0: It doesn't allow you to build a story either, and I think you need to have – reasonably consistent performances from race winners to, to build as a bit of a story as well, no, not I think the you, next guys you, you, way down the pack.
1: You just, you can't handicap someone because they're good. Mm. You know what I mean? You can handicap them if they've got a bigger engine yeah. or they've got a lighter car or they've got better aerodynamics, but you can't handicap them if they're a good ro- driver mm. or rider. Yeah. Uh, um, no, th- this is purely based on the performance of the bikes and you know, like with Honda, they had a guy at the pointy end all the time. So the other teams never got a break, mm. you know, and that really hampered their development. You can yeah. see that now. Where's Honda? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're not there. No. So that was a, really the, um, uh, you know, not allowing the rest of the teams to have that technology mm. in the short term made Marquez look like some sort of superhuman being. Yeah. But in the long term, it's hurt Honda. Mm. And hopefully, none of the teams will go down that road again. You know, the more laps people are doing with your new stuff, the more data you're gathering. Mm. So the more you can fine-tune it. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know what I'm excited about, Nick? Mm. I'm excited about Martinsville.
0: Well, check this out. Check this out. (laughs) Tell me what you think of this. Tell me what you think of this. This
1: You know, I've worked for a a car that had the same uh, (laughs) colours.
0: It's Ty the Gibbs monster Sam energy Mayer. car there. So this is Ty Gibb. Ty Gibb oh, has got the monster energy. Why did they take so, the helmet well, off? Well, Sam uh Mayer's taken his helmet off. Now he's trying to get
1: they've been each other for a long time. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. See, why well, take your helmet off? Ty Gibbs going after Sam
1: Mayer and we've got a fight at Martinsville. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the fights last week, and the NASCAR broke
0: out. (laughs) Oh, isn't it cute seeing kindy kids fight? (laughs) I'm not going to play any more of that. So that Ty Cube, he's actually... It sounded like a WWE event or something. <laughs> so that 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 I mean I, I don't this, this was in in the Xfinity race Give him the that was on
1: elbow. the, Give him the
0: <laughs> that was on the Friday night and I wasn't terribly impressed by that I, I I think that was a bit of a cheap shot from from Ty Gibb and I, I'm be curious to know what his penalty is going to be if
1: you're going into a fight don't take your helmet off
0: pull your visor down. <laughs> Well, Sam's probably done the honourable thing there, taking his helmet off to see. I, I, I'm sure Sam didn't think you that, that was going to escalate. You don't take your helmet off and then start pushing the guy. Yeah, that's a you're going to get
1: hit. Yeah, you know,
0: because he's going.
1: Are you serious? Seriously, going to push me? You've got a helmet on. I've still got my helmet on. Come on, punch me.
0: Anyway, so that unfolded on the Friday night. On the Saturday night, we saw uh, Will Byron take the win. Another win for him in the 24. 24- uh, Chevrolet Camaro, Joey Logano in the 22 Ford uh, Mustang, uh, uh, Austin Dillon in the number three Chevrolet Camaro, Ryan Blaney in the number 12 Ford, uh, and uh, Ross Chastain in the number one Chevrolet uh, take the win there. So the standings leaves Chase Elliott still leading, only by the barest of margins over uh, Ryan Elliott
1: family, uh, big, big NASCAR family. They are
0: huge. It used to be Ford. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, Ryan Blaney in the Ford there in the second place, William Byron in third, going really well. Joey Logano fourth, and Ross Chastain in fifth. So we keep an eye out on on the what's happening there.
1: It, it's um
0: it's really turned into the V8 Supercars of America, hasn't it? It has Chevrolet, yep. Ford, yep, and mm. Camry as well. Mm. Denny Hamlin won the week before in a Camry, so oh okay. So Camrys, there, there, there. what do we need to do to get Chrysler back in NASCAR? i don't know i don't know but we should be thinking about what we can do to get from toyota tell us what's happening with the camry oh mate what do you want to know (laughs) everything everything uh it's it's
1: uh aside from tuned Mm. um it is pretty finished yeah okay it is pretty finished uh where we go from here i don't really know
0: (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) so the car's all finished and um yeah, I mean, you want to do a bit of racing in it, I guess, taking it down Yeah,
1: there. I mean, it's just a matter of getting down there because, um, you know, fly and fly-outs on Wednesdays, mm. so uh, and the, the Saturdays are finished. Yeah. So I don't know. I believe that there's a Fast Friday maybe coming up. So. Yeah, there
0: is. I, I do think there is one, actually, coming matter up. matter of getting some babysitters. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure we can organise that. Uh,
1: yeah. So, um, look, you know, I, I really... I want to talk about the car. I want to tell everyone about... The crazy modifications that we've done, um, you know, like ev- every aspect of it, uh, future plans, some of the R and D that I've been doing with the other other guys running Camry transmissions and mm. and so on. And uh, I'd love to do some videos, like where we pull the trans out and have a look inside it. Yeah, um, you know, same with the talk of it, or even the engine. You know, the the, the crazy rod and piston combos, uh, the the work, the cylinder head work. You know, the the layout of the car. Uh, how we've managed to make it look so dead. I mean, it looks dead standard, Mm. uh, both externally and internally, including, uh, you know, right down to the hubcaps and Mm. um, under the bonnet. Uh, but we need you guys to uh, to let us know that that's what you want to see so we'll yeah. find the time to make these videos. Yep. Um, I, I think that uh, we're probably going to move some of this stuff to uh, Patreon or, mm-hmm. or something along those yep. lines um, so that you'll get the special comment which will show you all the secrets uh, that, that are in there because at the end of the day, I have had mechanics, uh, Toyota mechanics uh, that work on this stuff day in, day out look at it and just go. (laughs) That was WTF. (laughs) Uh, Because it just looks so standard. It does. uh, It doesn't look very standard. We look
0: forward to doing some things with the Camry. And and
1: by the way, the hashtag is
0: the old guy in the (laughs) Camry. There you go. I'm going to make sure I put that up on the on the Talking Power page Old as well. Old guy
1: in the Camry.
0: <laughs> hey, next episode we're going to be catching up with Daniel Nudge um, Amaduri and and his daughter Stephanie Amaduri. So they are Speedway. Um, father and daughter combination. In street stock is Stephanie and in late model sedans, Daniel Amaduri uh, doing some magnificent work there. Allenbrook Speedway at the Motorplex as well. We have a really decent chat with them. And uh, so make sure you tune in for that one there. That'll be dropping next week, that episode. Had a lot of fun with them. And guess what? What? We, (laughs) myself, maybe you, whoever wants to go, got a ride in, in, in one of the cars. So... They want to take us for a spin. Oh, okay. Yep, passenger seat. So looking forward to that at Allenbrook. We we need to, I'm going to need to get out to Allenbrook. I think we need to
1: match race him in the Camry. <laughs> I think that's what needs to happen. Put some McCreary's on the front.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah, How I'm, fun I'm, that would I'm, be. I'm
1: up for that. I'm up for that. I'm <laughs> getting excited just thinking about it.
0: They they they're going to be at Allenbrook. Allenbrook's The beauty about Allenbrook Speedway is it starts when the Motorplex season finishes. So Motorplex is finishing this weekend, and Allenbrook will kick off next month. So Who's going to clean wait. the mud off the car? <laughs> I don't know, imagine all the mud under the the. <laughs> yes, it's going to be. Can't wait for that. So you've got to catch up with them, but make sure you tune in for that episode. It's a really good one. Just give a quick shout out for some up and coming events. Good Friday burnout king from the Perth Motorplex. Easter the Saturday Speedway Grand Final at the Motorplex, 24th of April. Make sure you head down to the, um, uh, to Barbara, sorry, Wanneroo Raceway. It's the Motorcycle Racing Club of WA. It's the round two of the WA State Championship. Make sure that's the 24th of April. Uh, same day is Pinjara Max. So a good friend of the podcast, Richie Howlett, does that one there, the Live Lighter Max Pinjara. It's at Sir Ross um, McLarty Park in Pinjarra. Make sure you head down for that one. It's a great car show that one. Supercars from Wanneroo Raceway April 30 and May 1. Same Sunday, Shannon's Classic Car Show at Ascot is on Sunday the 1st of May as well. Uh, 30th of May is the season opener at Allenbrook Speedway and 11th of June, Targa Southwest. That's a huge event. Make sure you head down to up. That should keep everyone occupied Right up to June.
1: Now, I heard that we've had a call out, by the way, on the, on the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we? F- yeah, Fifty Shades Gav.
0: Oh, yes. Sorry. At any I place, any time,
1: anywhere is, is what I've been told. He'll be listening, you know. I'm sure he, he, he will all be. The time. I'm sure he will be. So we've got to, we've got to tee that up. Obviously, uh, you know, street racing is uh, illegal and also dangerous, and we completely discourage it. Yep. So anyone that just happens to have a kilometre of road somewhere
0: on their property... <laughs> I'm sure someone has somewhere. You you, you found a good route. We'll talk about that a bit later. Yeah, we will here.
1: talk about that. Cash day is coming to WA. We we uh we, we, we shout out to the boys in Melbourne. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Hopefully they can head on over for it, or maybe we can head over there one day as well. Perhaps.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's anyone else that wants to be loaded up, just let me know.
0: That's it. <laughs> Hey Simon, we'll bring this one to an end. Uh, it's a nice, nice, good episode. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for heading down here this evening and catching up with us. Uh, it's great to have you here. Todd unfortunately couldn't make it. Uh, you
1: know, Nick, you know how it is, mate. <laughs> I
0: do, I do. Really appreciate you coming in. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks' time. Take and care. I,
1: I will see you on the street.
0: You you will. You will. We're gonna go there right now. All right. Take care. See ya. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, The Valley Comes Alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.